Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> you good? All set. All right. Welcome back to Book and Bottle, the podcast show where I, Kalisa, attempt to explain high fiction and fantasy books. While I, Holly, try to keep up. While drinking, drinking of, of course. course. I am going to try my best to go from beginning to end, including all the details I deem necessary and can remember. So, of course, if you plan to read this book yourself, major spoilers ahead, the longer you listen. And fair warning, the podcast is for mature audiences only. But whether you love to read or not so much, we're going to have some laughs. So feel free to sit back and relax with your favorite cocktail or mocktail and jump into a world that is far cooler than ours for the next hour. And of course, you can head over to our YouTube channel to watch this podcast in video format. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Moss. This is book two in her series. Um, If you haven't heard or seen our episode of A Court of Thorns and Roses, that was what we did last week. So be sure to check that out. And so to get the whole setup, you remember we ended with her um, and Tamlin going back. The Going home. Amarantha's dead. They go home. Are you ready to jump into this? Sure am. <laughs> Only choice. All right. So this book starts, we pick up three months later. Oh, all right. There is Some no time has passed. Rysand. Oh, he's just gone. He has not called in the bargain yet. Oh, um, yeah. He should have, she should have been there for three weeks. Yep. He has not. No word from him. Um, so after everything, he's after busy. literally dying. She did die. Homegirl is traumatized. Naturally. She's having nightmares to the point of waking up and like vomiting. Oh, sad. She's like lost a lot of weight. She's not doing too too well. She's seen a better day. She kind of feels like powerless and depressed. Um, She also doesn't understand her powers. It's Mm. kind of explained that she's like bending silverware without even realizing it. Um, she's definitely not painting and Tamlin wants to send a message of a united front that everything is good for his court. Like they're good. Obviously nothing can happen to her because of something where like she saved Prithian and everything. So like nothing can happen to her. Yeah. Um, he also proposed sweet so they're gonna get married in two weeks is this like a ring thing or like they don't do that um they do yeah she does have a ring yeah okay cool so um they're gonna get married in two weeks um so it's a little fast but sure so we also meet um enter new character please Mm -mm -mm. name for me to mess up (laughs) i'm sorry i i anthe so unless she has a pronunciation guide, I always pronounced it Ianthi. Okay, sure. Ianthi, Ianthi. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like when you read in your head, it's like totally up. I don't even know what it's yeah, the time. It's like fair, fair game. So she is what is called a high priestess. Oh, she's a woman. And she is um helps Feyre kind of she kind of guides her as a friend to help deal with like, you know, court life and what her role as where's getting- Alice? She's still her maid. Alice is all good. 
um and um she's helping her through her role as like what it's like to get married to a high lord and like all that comes with it it's explained as she wears these like blue robes um and basically the high priestesses are consorts to high lords and they kind of um bless things um i'll buy it i kind of picture it like a nun but they're not a nun because they are totally expect like they um are expected to to <laughs> i want to say share the goods <laughs> it's not right neeny um, neeny yeah so um if you go to tab number one on page 20 i sometimes debated asking her to pray for me as well mm-hmm. yeah to pray that I'd one day learn to love the dresses, the parties, and my role as a blushing pretty bride. Yeah, so she literally just saved everyone, and now she's expected to, like, Play the dress part. up and go to parties and look good. Um, and you just realize, like, how actually traumatized she is. Like, she is terrified of the color red. Um, she oh. mentions that there's places inside of this manor that she can and can't go, de- like depending on how many exits there are, how dark it is. Oh, because she's traumatized. Under the mansion. Oh, um, girl. And she, she's also Has like, she told Tammy about this. So she's starting to go a little stir crazy. And she ends up talking to Lucian. And oh, Lucian, I love Lucian him. is like, dude, we watched you die. Yeah. Can you just give Tamlin some time because he doesn't want to see you die again? So, like, as a woman, I should just like chill because the man's having a hard time. Yep. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) (laughs) So, the day of the wedding comes, and of course, Yanthi has picture like picked this like atrocious gown. It's disgusting. Everyone hates it. <laughs> She's like, this is it though. <laughs> this is the way. And she goes to like walk down the aisle and there's like red rose petals. And she's like, mm, blood. She starts to panic. And yeah. in her head, she is like, help me, get me out of here. And guess who shows up? Rising. Oh, yes. we love him. I might be, I might be on Team Rising for no little. reason at all. Interesting. Um, oh, so uh, he shows up and he's like, "It is time to call in the bargain," and he takes her to no- night court. So rising, like mid wedding, mid almost mm-hmm. wedding, mm-hmm. takes her out. Ooh. Sly, I like it. Um, so he takes her to night court, and she's like, "So night court is known for having like all the monsters and stuff like that. Like it's mm. not a great place. That that was where they had got the message um, of like the head on the stake." Oh yeah, right, right, right. Um, and so he explains that the monsters um, are technically so they're in this like palace, and the monsters are under the like down below underneath the mountain. It's not under the mountain; that's a different place. But basically, Amarantha created under the mountain to recreate Night Court. Oh, um, so he's like consider that like my day job with all the monsters and like terrible people uh-huh. but like I stay up here no one's up there um Pharaoh like obviously wants to go back and Rysan's like mm, no but she said like loud and clear like help me you don't want to be there yeah I was um, actually doing you a favor and he like is questioning he calls it out he's like does Tamlin not know what's going on and so he discusses the bond so that's going to be tab two on page 56 he kind of under like explains more about the bargain and the tattoo. 
sometimes you unwittingly have a shield up. Sometimes when emotions seem to be running strong, that shield vanishes. And sometimes when those shields are open, you might as well be standing at the gates to your mind, shouting your thoughts across the bridge to me. Sometimes I hear them. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. So basically that bargain that's created, like connected them and they have this bond. And so, especially when she's panicking. So when she was screaming, like, help me get me out of here. It was like I hear that you. Clear. Yeah. So, Got you, boo. Um, he decides that her two tasks while she's there for that week are to learn how to read Aww. and also learn how to shield her mind. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. This is like Protego. What? Um, when Harry has to shield his mind oh, oh, oh. from the Dark Lord. <laughs> yeah, sorry. What? I think that it was Protego or something like that. I was I like, I've literally that. never heard of any sort of book or movie called Protego. <laughs> You're like changing you. things up. No, when Snape and him are like down somewhere and he's right. like trying to shield gotcha. his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So in walks um more Morgan, uh female, and um huh. Rysand is um uh, says that that's his cousin and she's like this gorgeous ball of sunshine and she's like Is girl if you want to hang out like just let me know um but that's it's really brief and so mm. he starts to teach her how to read so he's like just to see where you're at like read the sentence and she starts to read it and it takes her a while so she's like you look and she figures it out she goes absolutely delicious today Feyre <laughs> I like him. I'm on his team, I think. And so then he also explains the mind shielding. So kind of essentially to shield your mind, you want to imagine like a wall. She, um, Sarah J. Moss writes a lot, this shield of black adamant. Oh. Um, I don't know if she's uh, British. So it's kind of like pavement. I don't know. <laughs> that was my the guess. The world will never know. Um. So like, yeah, raising and lowering the shield. So the shield to like block people out. Um, and so Tamlin mentions, um, this potential war from, from Highburn. That's what's coming. He's like, war is coming. War. Highburn. Like mm. Amarantha was just the beginning. Highburn is. Oh, that's that other <laughs> island off to the left. Yep. Amarantha was the right. appetizer. Highburn is the, the main meal. course. Um, and he also mentioned that. Um, is that why he doesn't have time to listen to her problems? Mr. Tamlin has ties to Highburn he used to at least so he proposes that they work together but it is completely her choice um see look at him being a good guy and i think he's a good guy he mentions that um she did receive power from all the high lords so True. they go to tab three on page seven they're all inside her all the high lords are inside her <laughs> um i may have lost the exact spot but i think he's eesh. explaining the power i think that might be okay i will say this and only once risened purred stalking to the map on the wall you can be a pawn be someone's reward and spend the rest of your immortal life bowing and scraping and pretending you're less than him than i am Ianthi, yeah. Ianthi, <laughs> than any of us. If you want to pick that road, that then fine. A shame, but it's your choice. 
but I know you more than you realize, I think. And I don't believe for one damn minute that you're remotely fine with being a pretty trophy for someone who sat on his ass for nearly 50 years and sat on his ass while you were shredded apart. Yep. So basically he's like, you can come help me out. You can be a pawn. Like if you want to be a trophy and go sit there in Tamlin's estate, go for it. And she's not having any of it. She still loves this man. So at the end of the week, um, she goes back to spring court and cause you know, rest and man of his word. Well, that's the bargain magic. And Tamlin goes on a tantrum. He is like trashed half the place. And she's like, can we just go like lay down together? And, and he's like, actually, first we have a lot of questions to ask you. Like, we need to know everything. What's the layout? Where were you? Da, 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 da. Well, like, are you okay? Oh, shocking. <laughs> um, so then comes the tithi and the tithi is kind of like taxes and- Oh, like um, a tithe? Tithe, is that how you say it? T-I-T-H-E, tithe. Tithe. Um, so <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's a church thing. Oh, we call it offerings or tithes. Mm, that explains so much. <laughs> Woo! Um, so basically, I'm gonna call it a titty <laughs> now, though. <laughs> Shut up. I thought you were gonna Shut say up. titty, and I was like, what? What party? <laughs> it's the time of the titties. Um, can you imagine? So yeah basically um everyone in spring court has to come and pay the tithe boom but maybe it could be that this is a book who knows and um and it's taking hours and they're getting all this stuff and mind you tamlin is high lord they live in an estate like they are good they have things and um is this just like a respect thing yeah it's like tradition and so water wraith comes in and she's like there are no fish in that they live in the water she's like there's no fish in the lake. Like, we can't we can't pay we don't have fish to pay mm. um and basically if you don't pay you have to pay double within like a certain time period or else you're going to get executed which like if you didn't have it then why would you have double yeah Okay. crazy how that works um what math a mess. what a mess. math be mathing um so favor's like dude we have all this stuff and he's like this is tradition and if i make one exception everyone's gonna want an exception yeah. this and that it's, it's so tough. she's like i need some air she sneaks out and she gives like all this expensive jewelry to the water wraith and she's like here you go like it's not yeah she's like this isn't this isn't a bargain because the water rate being Faye is like what do you want in return yeah nothing just you know save me one day if i'm drowning in the water please tamlin not surprisingly is furious he's like you i'm over him i'm full tight team risemond you (laughs) risemond you broke tradition and everyone like everyone in the palace is kind of like you don't understand like water rates are really um I don't know the right word but basically like they they um are impulsive so like she's just gonna spend that she's like not gonna use that for her good she's gonna like and yeah Mm. so he apologizes and gives her a painting kit mind you she hasn't painted at all because she's traumatized yeah and he's not worried about that at all she's like with all of this like you're not letting me out of the house she goes I'm drowning and you're might as well be shoving my head under the water 
he explodes. She manages to like throw up this protective bubble because like no, literally everything in the room explodes from his magic. Well, thank God Ryzen has been teaching her how to protect herself. Well, that's just in the mind. This is just impulse. Like her body knew what she needed and threw up the shield. Mm. And Talon cries like a little baby. It's like, Farah, I'm sorry. This is so hard. Like I watched you die. She's like, I did die. Well, it was hard to watch me die. I died. My spine cracks. Yeah. So um, it is now. Such some things. It is now time for her to head back to night court because now Ryson is calling in the bargain and month is passed. Um, This is my favorite part. And he is like, what the hell has happened to you? Again, she has lost weight. She is super depressed. And it's the point where like he's trying to get, you know, the times when he's like licked her tears and stuff like that to get that rise out of her. Yeah, that was a lot still. That's the only thing I don't condemn. She won't even banter. Like she's nothing. She's like, whatever. So he leaves her alone all week. And at the end, he's kind of like panicking. He's literally like, tell me what to do to help you. He's scared. Because he cares about her. He says hmm. she wins if you let yourself fall apart. And like Feyre has just completely given given up. Fair. Um, so he sends her back because she still doesn't agree to anything. And she's starting to get these like bursts of anger and her like powers are coming out. So at one point she leaves like burning handprints on the table and um a couple times like talons have slid out of her hands wolverine um and so lucian tries to talk to tamlin and is like give her a fighting chance because they realize if she does in fact have all like if all of the high lords gave her some of their power because this is not a common thing it has not happened yeah if they think that they gave her some of their power they're going to want to kill her to get that power back. And so she's going to have a target on her back. And Tamlin is like, no. No, because if they find out she has this power, she's training for this power. If anyone says she has this power, she's going to get targeted. So Tamlin says no. And Feyre's like, let me out of the house. Like, I'm going to come with you. Da, da, da. He, she finds out that he has physically locked her in this house there's like she can't get past this barrier i know it's like supposed to be out of love but it's like feeling not lovey she freaks out so if you could please go to number four on 123 you'll see how much this is affecting her i'm just gonna start with where it feels right yep he trapped me in here he'd locked me up i stopped seeing the marble or the paintings on the wall or the sweeping staircase looming behind me i stopped hearing the chirping of the spring birds or the sighing of the breeze through the the curtains and then crushing black pounded down and rose up from beneath devouring and roaring and shredding it was all I could do to keep from screaming, to keep from shattering into 10,000 pieces as I sank onto the marble floor, bowing over my knees and wrapped my arms around myself. So she was literally trapped under a mountain, like fighting for her life. And he literally trapped her again. In his house. Yeah. So she like mm, breaks tam, out tam. darkness and um, more comes in and picks her up and takes her out of the house. And Wait. Brings- who more um more is uh reese's cousin she kind of barely met her oh the the sunshine girl Uh yeah okay okay, sorry but there was um no you're good there because he said um later they explained it that there's rules against this and had ryson 
as a high lord came in and took a bride to be of Tamlin's like off of his land like Tamlin could start a war so he sends Morin to come and grab her it's just like a lot of like laws and rules yeah. and stuff like that um so he more takes her back to to night court and Rysand said she was like screaming down the bond so loud it like scared the shit out of him and he loves her he says that she doesn't have to go back wait they're not married yet right because like mm-hmm. she left no, they wedding. yeah they didn't or before they, they didn't mid-wedding. follow that up um all right, Ryzen, come on. Ryzen says she doesn't have to go back, and Pharaoh's like, I can't go back. And he's like, um, he's like, I, I have some work to do. Um, but like stay here, rest. And she's like, please take me with you. Like, I'm tired of being told I just need like, to just stay, stay here. There. I don't need to rest. And he turns around and he goes, if I bring you with me, what you see, you are going to have to lie about for the rest of your life. Like people's lives are at stake. And she's just like, please, like I'm, I'm tired Worth of it. being stuck. And so he brings her to Valeris. Oh okay. And it's this, it's a city. Um, and sure. they kind of go, they, they winnow operate if you will thank god i was like what's <laughs> to, a winnow um, it sounds like a minnow to French. um literally a townhome really chill oh small little place cute no palaces here just townhome cute um and rysand is like this town like this this city has not been breached in over five thousand years it's a lot of years you are free to do whatever you want so Picture uh, the city of Valeris is like, I kind of picture it. Um, they have mountains on one side and then they're also kind of up against the ocean. Oh, so like they're touching. There's like a nice little main river that like goes through it, all that. Um, and she's angry because she doesn't understand like how, how is this place? Like no one knows about this place. It's been untouched. Obviously they didn't experience Amarantha and she's angry about that. So if you go to number five, <laughs> I'm on 47. I think I think this is it. I wanted to scream at them, wanted to pick up a loose piece of cobblestone and shatter the nearest window, wanted to unleash that power again, boiling beneath my skin and tell them, show them what had been done to me, to the rest of the world, while they admired sunsets and painted and drank tea by the river. Yeah, exactly. So like she's been through this horribly traumatic event, fighting for her life. Nobody knows who she is. Nobody knows what she's been through. Yeah. They were all there. And um, she's so angry. She kind of... um, uh, Rysand is like kind of like easy it's not their fault that they were protected and she manages to slip into his mind and sees herself and she sees like how sickly and thin she looks and so Rysand explains that that's a specific talent so you know how I mentioned like different people have different powers yeah and she got so, a little bit of everybody's mm-hmm. so mm. Rysand explains that that is the power that he shares because he you know he goes into other people's oh. minds so they're called Daimati sure um and basically like that's the, the illuminati just kidding <laughs> not as crazy no they can just get into other people's minds right so he kind of explains her his inner circle um so you know how like tamlin has lucian mm-hmm. um basically he has an inner circle and um 
this is not going to make a lot of sense to you, but it will basically. So Amran is female. That's his second in command. Sure. And immediately Faye was like, oh, like a female is your second in command? You're allowed to have um, a female? More. So the girl that came and saved her, his cousin, is his third. Okay. Um, we have Azrael, who's male, and that's his spy master. Love that name. Cassian is also male, and he is like in charge of all the army and fighting. Sure, great. And so they're going to have... Um, like a, a dinner all together so she can meet his inner circle um and that is the house of wind and you can turn to number six um they're at the townhouse and then he's basically he's like there's a more formal house that's up in the mountains um but basically there's spells so they can't winnow into the house got it they either have to winnow over the house and like fly down Drop. or he could just fly her there mm. and so the wings are also something that um he has wings does he have wings i guess yep so i don't this is one of those details where it doesn't come into play until it comes into play Uh, i don't know exactly when you he does have wings but he mm, doesn't show them to everyone but he does have wings so he flies her up to this house of winch so they can all have um the inner um, circle dinner together and he looks at her and he's like i will tell you um what's on my mind if you tell me what's on your mind so like kind of show me secret, yours secret, secret, show secret. So go for it I'm thinking that I was a lonely hopeless person and I might have fallen in love with the first thing that showed me a hint of kindness and safety and I'm thinking maybe he knew that maybe not actively but maybe he wanted to be that person for someone and maybe that worked for who I was before maybe it doesn't work for who what I am now team rising yum <laughs> so she realizes that like you know he did give her a lot of safety and a lot of good things that she never had in her life um she also had a very limited little life exactly so she's like that doesn't really fit who i am now and you know all that so they go and sit down and dinner and it's like completely the opposite of what tamlin's got going on it's so informal everyone's bantering they're calling each other names like um good vibes they explained that the boys so um Rysand, cassian and Azrael are um, met in an illyrian war camp so illyrian love that word too illyrians are another subspecies they're the ones that have the wings uh, um like always have wings always have wings okay. so because Rysand can also shapeshift because he's high lord he has a lot of power right he can make them come and go as you please um so i just heard make them come (laughs) (laughs) he's good at that too (laughs) um so uh the illyrians are a like subspecies if you will that um they have a lot of little camps in the mountains in um the night court okay and basically they're kind of they're very brutal they're like the men are dropped off to fight when they're like little boys oh so they're like the warrior kind of Mm -hmm. people yeah warrior race they're very like the women are expected to cook and clean okay um it explains like a lot of the practices are the they will cut the women's wings in certain spots so they can't fly sad yeah it is it is very sad so um very backwards but very powerful and so they all met there um and they all have their various stories, which we will get into eventually. Um, and basically they explain that people know the night court as the court of nightmares. That's where all the monsters and Night, stuff. nightmares. Valeris is the court of dreams. Valium. That's what's hidden. <laughs> Valium versus nightmares. <laughs> sure. 
Night nightmares, Val. Valium. Yeah. So Amran is explained as she's this like short little creature. No, she's not a creature. She looks like a human, okay. but she is something otherworldly that has forced itself into a human body. Oh. Well, fate body, I should say. Um, there's something not right, and she's a little we'll get into that. Quirky. Cassian turns around and offers to teach her to fight. And she's like, I'll think about it. Um, and she's like, okay, I will join the team. I'm convinced there's been enough banter. And so Rysan mentions that their first, they they got this, they got tipped off that Hyburn plans to bring Jurian. So Jurian was a human that killed Clivia, which was Amaranthus' sister. sister. And he she has the finger and the eyeball. Correct. But now she's dead. So who knows where that finger and eyeball are? Because Hyburn is planning to bring resurrect Jurian. So their first step is to figure out like how that's going to go down. How? Okay. Yep. So um, Rysand kind of pulls Feyre aside and starts to open up about how he like protected Valeris that when, you know, when Amarantha came and essentially took, she took most of his power, but he remained pretty powerful because he positioned himself as a whore, like to pleasure her so much that like he kind of had an in. Yeah. Um, he sent out this like blast of power to help continue to protect Valeris um, and like you know he he let his inner circle know like you have to stay here like don't get involved this and that you know they they kind of connect over both having nightmares because they both you know been through some stuff yeah, and some crap. he said that their first task is to go to the prison um, which is this prison that's holds a lot of like ancient monsters and you know creatures that have been locked up there so he winnows them there to go in and she panics because she's scared of going in places that don't have a lot of exits yeah and it's probably dark and she panics and he takes her back no questions asked oh good and she's kind of bummed though (laughs) she's kind of bummed because she feels like she failed so Amarin comes in the next day and okay. she's like, here's a protective amulet where Aww. it could be totally good. Um, so they oh do- God, This is like in Gods of... It's just another movie This She gets a protective bracelet. It's fine. Oh, gotcha. I don't know what you're going to say. Gods about. of Egypt, I think it is, with Gerard Butler and the guy mm. from um, Game of Thrones. Interesting. So um, she takes the amulet. They go, her and Rysan go back to the prison And they go to visit um, this person called the Bone Carver. She sees him to be as this little eight-year-old boy with bright blue eyes. Um, And Rysand gives the Bone Carver, because he carves bones. um, Some bones. He he gives her, uh, he gives the Bone Carver um, the um, bone that Feyre had used to kill the worm. Ah, and why does he have that because he knows how the bone carver works he just pick up on it he likes he's like safekeeping <laughs> i'm gonna need this bone later yeah. <laughs> um and so same thing the bone carver is like i will give you info if you give me info he wants to know about dying and so Feyre tells him about when she died oh the bone carver wants to know about dying okay, <laughs> okay yeah okay, so sorry. um she's like I I I felt this tug and there was like this bond that was holding her to her body she knew home was on the other end of it and she knew she had a choice she could have 
gone off. Yeah. Who knows where she doesn't know where, but you know, she decided to come back. So he tells her about the cauldron and that's going to be tab number seven on page 199. Unless the boy bounced each finger off his thumb, his hand, like some pale twitchy insect long ago before the high fae before man, there was a cauldron. They say all the magic was contained inside it, that the world was born in it, but it fell into the wrong hands and great and horrible things were done with it. Things were forged with it, such wicked things that the cauldron was eventually stolen stolen back at a great cost. It could not be destroyed for it had made all things and if it were broken, then life would cease to be. So it was hidden and forgotten. Only with that cauldron could something that is dead be forged like that. So we find they need out- that to get back the guy, the human, George. Jurian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were close. I can't know everything. <laughs> so we find out that Hybern actually does have the cauldron. He got all the legs and put it back together. And, you know, he could potentially destroy the wall. Everything. And the bone carver is like, actually... He's not really a little boy, right? Like, why does she see him as a little boy? Because everyone sees him as something different. Okay. We'll figure that out eventually. Okay. Um, I'll wait. <laughs> you clever, you clever little girl. Well, I just know that that can't be right. Right. He mentions that there's this book and it's been split into two halves. Mm-hmm. And one half is actually at summer court for safekeeping. And one oh. half is with the human queens. Okay. There's multiple queens. I don't really know how that got divvied up or why there's multiple. There's multiple human queens. Not our um, book to write. And if they can get both of those halves, um, they could potentially nullify the cauldron's power. So. Oh, that'd be good. So Reese realizes that because Feyre has been made, essentially, she's been made immortal. um, She has a bit of everybody's power. Um, So essentially, you can think of magic as like an essence. Mm. So potentially she could track down where things are because she's She's a little bit of of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a big theme in this book is like calls to like. So anything that's made, you know, she she feels it. So he plans to take her to who's called the Weaver mm. um, to test case. her tracking ability and basically to be able to find the book in summer. Um, he names Feyre human emissary to Night Court. So he gives her a position. She's on the team now. Oh and um oh she's never going back to tammy he also um they also plan to use Feyre's sister's home okay um to meet the queens because they do need a neutral location Um, that's going to be the home base so they're gonna write so they plan to test her tracking ability to find it in summer because they can't let summer know what's going on because nobody can you know too many fantastic beast you gotta like distract them with the not knowing (laughs) exactly and then also they're gonna invite the queens to meet them at pharaoh's sister's house to be like this is what's going on we need this book because they can't take it forcefully they have they have to be like willingly Mm -hmm. yeah is this oh my god baltimore willingly given arm of a servant's willingly hand of servant whatever (laughs) i don't care um 
this whole communication thing is this like yeah. a telepathy thing are they sending letters how are people knowing what they need to do like how is she telling her sisters we're about to have a meeting at our place back home? um so she hasn't told them yet so Rising and her can communicate in their head but only that's like a daimati thing okay it's not common so they do actually have to send letters but okay like he like i think he like he magics them the letters all right over, but it's a physical letter got it still a physical letter but <laughs> yeah. okay so sorry thank you he plans to take her um to the weaver to find this object of his and he says like you have to find it i'm not telling you what it is you have to go and find it yeah and even cassian's like he tries to talk him out of it and he's like no 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 so we're doing this rysan's like flirting with her on the way to the weaver um mm. he like he helps her get suited up in these illyrian fighting leathers and he's like did you like me being on my knees in front of you all that <laughs> yes <laughs> and so it's this cottage in the woods and so there's this like middle section of land where like even amarantha did not go and there's all these where all these creatures live that are just they mind their own business but if yeah. you go in there like good luck they're gonna bother you so it's this cottage the weaver is female and she's like sitting just spinning on her little spinning wheel um and Pharaoh, like this cottage just has a ton of stuff everywhere. And she has this like giant loom because she's the weaver. That's her job. And um, she finally kind of feels that little like tangle. And it's this ring. Hmm. The minute she grabs the ring, boom, the door swings shut. <laughs> she is locked in. The door will not open. The windows will not oh, open. Oh, no, let's stop locking her in places. The weaver is blind but she knows that someone is in, in the there. cottage and um Safira, uh, there's a chimney and she's like okay i can climb out of it she gets kind of stuck and she starts to panic and she's Cross like i need help i need help i can't do this and um bryson goes poof he does not um so she manages to get a brick out and like drops the brick on the weaver and she can kind of get out and like as she's going up she's getting covered in this like is the weaver a threat why did she drop a brick on her yeah because the weaver's coming after her sorry i didn't explain that i was like why are (laughs) we killing somebody that's just trying to weave blind it's just kind of a um explain that like if you get caught like you're gonna die oh the weaver is after her because as she's climbing up she realizes that like she's getting covered in all this oil and it's like human fat. And as she gets up out of the chimney, the 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 roof, the the roof thatches, it's all human hair. So the weaver is like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna assume why do we go to this weaver then? Eats people. Well, because Rysan had to test her to see if she could find the Rysan, thing. you crazy little boy. So she literally runs out oh, i hate that imagery rison so like winnows her back she slams the ring on the table everyone's like oh shit and she's like she turns to cassian and she's like i want to train with you like i'm not going to be weak i'm not gonna yeah. be stuck again and so cassian is going to train her physically and rison is going to train her mentally and so rison's like first lesson is there's two rules to die one, you need to always hold a way out, and two, you might not like what you see. So she, you can get into somebody's uh, mind. You need so to- essentially, he pulls her into his mind, and then he slams the walls up. She's she's stuck in there. She can't get out. And he shows her Ianthe had once come to night court, and she tried to seduce Rysand, 
and she like touched him inappropriately and he was literally like the next time I see you like there is going to be a problem because you cannot do that yeah you cannot touch non-consensually and so you start to see like Ampie's not not a great person why um, did we have her over in that was she friends with somebody she's a high priestess so that's like a a, a big oh role. she's not good so she's supposed to help out she's and be naughty like, naughty yeah. but in a bad yeah. way so there's no word from summer yet even though she's um demonstrated her tracking ability yeah and tammy isn't like sending her notes like i miss you or anything That's all. I don't, I don't know. They don't mention that as like a magic to be able to like communicate that way. Weirdly. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Great loophole you found. <laughs> it's like, he's not like, I miss you. Come back. Hole. Where have you been? Um. So they decide to go visit Feyre's sisters because they haven't heard from Summer Court yet. So they're like, all right, let's work on the Queen's part. Um, and she finds out that um, Elaine is actually planned to um, get married. Oh, to a guy that hates Faye. To well, that's a problem. Um, but like, how much does he hate it? And Nesta's like, Nesta's like, no, you're not going to ruin this. And Elaine is smart. And she's like, well, if there's a war, there's not going to be a wedding, so you can use the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the inner circle comes in so they can meet Faye's sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just Cassian and Azriel. And Rice and um, Maura and Amron are not there. They come in for dinner, and Nesta, being the firecracker she is, is oh, she's in love with one of them on the offense. She's, she's like, gonna like one of them though. They're eating dinner, and like favorite kind of makes a face because she doesn't like after she's had fairy food. Like obviously, human food is like not it. And Nesta's like, um, is our food not good enough? Cassian I knew it. steps they're gonna in they're gonna <laughs> and sizes her up. So that's going to be number eight on page 255. Cassian's brow rose. Little amusement to be found now. Someone who let her youngest sister risk her life every day in the woods while she did nothing. Someone who let a 14-year-old child go into the forest so close to the wall your sister died died to save my people she is willing to do so again to protect you from war so don't expect (laughs) so don't expect me to sit here with my mouth shut while you sneer at her for a choice she did not get to make and insult my people in the process boom he is not taking it so they're gonna fall in love now though for sure nesta finally agrees and is like fine um so the next day they're still in human lands and Rysan takes Feyre to go train in the woods. And she's like, I want to be alone. Like, I don't really want you to watch me as I'm figuring this out. So he leaves her alone. And they, this is where they develop a note system, which I assumed the letters would work, but she doesn't address that as a writer. So basically- Sarah, we got questions, girl. <laughs> there's a note and they'll write it. You can write on it and then it would like just disappear and it would go to like him go to who? and then it would pop back up with him, his answer. Fun. I like that. Um, so they're like just flirting more and more. And- boom, the adder pops up. And then the adder is just like another nasty creature. He's right. the one that took her to Amaranth. Though. Right. Um, yeah. I and, didn't forget that. 
So obviously, Rysand jumps in. Asriel comes and jumps in. Oh, he grabs the adder. They everybody take, loves her. They take uh, the adder to go torture for answers and send a message to Highburn because obviously now he's working for Highburn. And Rysand, he knew that if he left her alone, that like someone would come in. But look, like, he didn't. He wasn't too far away. He was waiting to see who would snatch her. Yeah. She gets pissed off by this. And Girl, so calm down, calm down. He's like winnowing and like kind of like teasing her. And finally she gets angry enough that she winnows. She manages to winnow. It's kind of like um they explain it as like, you know, if there's two points on a piece of paper, you kind of fold the paper to get the points to touch. So you step in uh, to where that other point is. Um interesting. And she tackles him and she's like, look, teach me how to become a weapon. Don't use me as one, or else we're done. But he needed to know. I'm walking away. He she needed was, to know. She was not having it. She said, you can, I know you need to know, but like, let me know. Like, if you're going to use me as bait, have uh, the respect to tell me. Simmer down. <laughs> you just got here, girl. You just got here. <laughs> so Farah also decides to write a letter to Tamlin. The delivery method is not explained. Oh, now we're writing letters and to Tammy. She says hmm. she's fine, but she's not coming back. He's going to hate that. She also goes to return Amron's necklace and Amron's like, Amron's like, oh, that like was just a normal necklace. Like you just need the placebo effect. For sure. For sure. Amron was like, that was nothing. That was just like to make you feel safe, girl. Yeah. So they go back to Valeris and that's when they have their night off. They go into town to have a little inner circle dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, and afterwards, you know, Feyre and Rysen go to talk and she hears music and she realizes that, remember when she's in her cell and super depressed and she started hearing music and seeing, yeah. Rysen was sending her the music to keep her from breaking apart. I told you I was too Rysen. <laughs> and so they keep flirting. Oh my God, I'm in love. So if you go to uh, tab nine, it's like two pages worth. And there's just in the italics is a bit of their flirting. Brilliant. It's like, it's written. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It says on it, Ryzen had written, I might be a shameless f- flirt, but at least I don't have a horrible temper. You should come tend to my wounds from our squabble in the snow. I'm bruised all over. Thanks to you. Go lick your wounds and leave me be. <laughs> I'd, mu- <laughs> I'd much rather you licked my wounds for me. Lick you where exactly? Wherever you want to lick me. Feyre? Jeez, why can't I get that name? I'd like to start with everywhere, but I can choose if necessary. Let's hope my licking is better than yours. I remember how horrible you were at at, at it under the mountain. I was under duress. (laughs) I love him. him. Okay, if you want, I'd be more than happy to prove you wrong. I've been told I'm very, very good at licking. Good night. Try not to moan too loudly when you dream about me. I need my beauty rest. <laughs> yep, I'm in love with him. That's my husband. Where is he? In um, human form somewhere. So she starts training with Cassie in the next day. And he's teaching he's teaching oh, her how to how to punch. And you know, she's starting to think about. She's really hurt about the fact that she Tammy hasn't like found her at all. 
Uh, not really, not necessarily, but she's more upset about how, when she looks back, realizing, like, she literally died to save Tamlin and, like, all of Prithian, like, he just- Like, a whole race that she, like, barely knew? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know, she's punching, and she, like, punches through all of her wraps and everything, and, like, Cassian's just like, I can take it if you need it. Go for it. Like, let it all out. And Rysen steps in, and he's just like, I'm really sorry that I couldn't, like, spare you from from all of this. Yeah. And then finally, they get the thumbs up from Summer Court. So Rysan, Amran, and Feyre are the three that are going to go over to Summer. Okay. So they went over to Summer Court, and they're in a city called Adriata. Mm-hmm. Tarquin is the High Lord of Summer Court, okay. and he's um, he's pretty. Are there only High Lords, not High Ladies? Correct. Okay, just check. so great question. Um, correct. So Tarquin is the high Lord and he's explained as being very young relatively. I think he's like, like 80 or something, but that's very young for for like the the Fae world. Again, Feyre realizes that Rysan has an image to withhold being high Lord of Night Court. So she has to put on an act too. So tab 11 is when they arrive and how they have to play Feyre being part of Night Court now. Is it Reese when it's R-H-Y-S? That's how I've pronounced it. There's a right. lot of debate, but yeah. Reese followed that gaze. Her breasts are rather spectacular, aren't they? Delicious as ripe apples. I fought the urge to scowl and instead slid my attention to him as indolently as he'd looked at me as the others. Here I was thinking you had a fascination with my mouth. Ooh, Feyre. It's getting spicy. We should have known she was become a, a fey, Feyre. Feyre, I know. Yep. Sarah, I see you. Ironic. Um, the princess of Adriata, her name is Cressida. Um, <gasps> Cressida? Mm-hmm. Overlap. Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of mentions, like, you do know there's laws around returning brides, right? Like, did you run away? Like, what's the situation? Because legally, we might have to, like, let a certain chill that you're here and Rysan is like it wouldn't be wise to do that it's not a threat that's just a promise like don't even start so their whole thing is to go in and to find where this book is and steal it and Rysan comes into um, what I thought I had to be given willingly that's sorry that's the human part got it yeah they can steal the fey part but the human one is protected it has to be given got it yeah ryson comes into Feyre's room and he admits that he really likes tarquin like he's not a bad dude and he doesn't want to make him an enemy but he can't show his cards yet so they can't just ask him they have to take it but he's basically like do a good job so he doesn't know we're stealing from him it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission and also it's kind of hinted at like is tamlin gonna potentially go to war for Feyre to get her back tamlin's crazy we need to put him in a lockbox and Feyre kind of gets defensive a little bit and she's like he does love me and ryzen goes no he does love you i'm not questioning that but too much love can also be poison true and and like not all love is like healthy oh for sure yeah exactly so that was just not a good good kind of love suffocating um locking her in the house (laughs) yeah not great move so Feyre um and Tarquin are talking and they're flirting because she she has a job to do she's She's got breasts 
yeah so like we like just apples. learned like Crisp. apples <laughs> those and apple breasts bitch every time i don't know oh god we're here um, now so she's like oh my goodness like my father is um he was known as like i don't know king of merchants whatever um and Tarquin's like, we have all this treasure. And she's like, my dad was a merchant. Like, can I see? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. And so they Clever. go off. They go off and he's showing her all his like treasure troves, all this like. Kind of stroke a man's ego. All this wealth. But we find out that Tarquin is actually really progressive because they start talking about, and he says that he really wants equality for Faye. So um, the Fae, they're kind of split into higher Fae and lesser Fae. Sure. And so the higher Fae are like your high lords and it's just certain subspecies that just get more status than the Others. lower ones. Like what Alice would be like a maids and stuff like that. And so he's like, he does want progress, but he, he mentions he like, he doesn't, he's so young. He doesn't know how to play all the games that the courts are playing. Uh... And Pharaoh turns around and she goes, you know what? I'm thinking it would be easy to love you, but easier to be your friend. And things get kind of sticky because Pharaoh's flirting with Tarquin, Rysian's flirting with Cressida, and then Amran is flirting with another one on their team. Um, Flirts around. And it's just a lot. And Pharaoh is getting mad. I was gonna say, <laughs> she's gonna get jelly belly because who wouldn't? And so finally, like, Rysian's like, dude, you've been avoiding me. Um, and he's like, you know what? You're jealous of me. Like, I'm jealous of you. Like, you smiled at Tark when you said it'd be easy to love him. All of that. Farah finally feels that pull, that little tug that hints at the book. And she kind of sees this thing out in the water. But because, um, so it's summer court, so they're right on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of the tides, you can only see it at certain times. Oh. So that's why that was the issue she was going around and finally at dinner she kind of mentions like oh I saw this like little I don't know if it was described as like a building or a door or something out there and she's like I thought we could and immediately because she's Daimati she's in the, like they, oh. she sees that they kind of look at each other and they're getting really sketchy so yeah. she hops into Tarquin's mind and she's like I am the sea I am summer like Zen. I am here you are okay she's not sketchy she doesn't know anything yeah so while she works simmer Tarquin, down simmer down Rysan jumps into Cressida and Varians and takes care of them so they don't know what's going on handy power and so then it's decided all right tonight we're gonna go and do it Rysan is supposed to kind of keep watch while um Feyre and Amran go in so she manages to shift herself again her essence she's like I'm the sea I'm the water I am summer to like get into um they have like um this like palm scan thing type I don't know okay um so she she gets in she gets past the wards and um she that this book is kind of like talking again in her head and it's like hello who are you and she's like I am summer and it's like you're a liar (laughs) the door swings shut and boom it starts filling with water they're like about to drown hey she gave she gave the sea people jewels you are too good at this i told you they were gonna save her when she was drowning you're too good at this so sure enough, the door gets ripped off. Mm-hmm. The water wraith grabs her right as she's like, you know, about to die again. And they bring yeah, her up. Stop dying. And the water wraith is like, um, my sister's debt is repaid. 
So they go back to Valeris. Um, and the problem was, is that they were alerted. So, um, mm. again, it's kind of, um, they, they, they know that they dipped out and like stuff went bad. Amran says that she does need the other half of the book to be able to decode it. She can't, um, it, it's written in a really old language, like even before the Fae were a thing. And the next day, Reese is like brooding up on the, the sexy the um rooftop and Feyre comes up and she's like dude what's going on so they had received three blood rubies and basically that is a promise from summer court of like there's a bounty on your head we're gonna fuck some shit up (laughs) yeah basically what if she just told the door who she was maybe she's like pure of heart and all it wasn't the door it was the book the book if she'd have told the book who she was maybe We'll never know, but a girl can dream. So she's flirting to get him out of it. And she's like, "Mm, you're being so sad. And here I was thinking we could go down to our little local local lingerie shop and I could try on all these little lacy things. They have those? I'm so confused. (laughs) This makes no sense. Yeah. How do you put that on with wings? (laughs) Well, he's not wearing lingerie. I'm so sure some of the girls have wings. They probably have accessible sizes, Mm. you know. Um, and so she kind of gets him out of it, but like Asriel's coming. So she turns to leave and like, he, she doesn't realize it, but like, she starts thinking about like, what would happen if like, if they went down to the store and, you know, she would try on these things and she would walk up to him and he would tell the, the owners of the shop to leave and lock up and like, he'll, and she literally runs into a post because, and she hears him laughing because he put that in her head. head I love it kind of a little bit. So later that night, he actually, like, she gets woken up and by this, like, swirling darkness, he's having a nightmare. So he's completely naked. She hops in bed and, like, slaps him. It's like, come on, come on, get up. And um, she kind of realizes how much he's struggling, too. He's like, usually I can keep it contained. Like, I'm sorry I woke you, but he's struggling, too. And so she, like, gives him a little kiss on the cheek and, like, walks and walks away and um i knew it they finally get word from the queens that they agree to meet so yeah but um, they don't have the other half of the book <laughs> yes. who cares if the queens are there we don't have the book the full book right so they all agree to meet at in in pharaoh's family's house and um five of the six there's six queens five of them winnow in and they're like well like you have magic and they're like oh it's like a parting gift from the fae um and basically they go yeah we know about the war but like because they're most of them are from the continent so um the the island is relatively small like the humans bit is really small and they're true like, they're like it is very small is it worth it Ooh. and don't say that said, in front of humans i hope nessa's not there they said unless ryson can prove that he's actually not terrible because he does have a reputation like they're not gonna help they're not gonna give him the book they're not gonna help and so even someone as sweet as elaine if you go to number 12 her parting words after they leave to just give you a sum of what happened and it was elaine elaine who sighed and murmured i hope they all burn in hell (laughs) she's like (laughs) they're terrible she's like i'm over it 
So they realized that they need to get this orb. It's called the Veritas. Veritas serum mm -hmm. makes you speak the truth. So this is a truth orb, not a serum. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Funny how that works. Um, uh -huh. It's in Hewn City. So um, how is Hewn spelled? H-E-W-N. All right. So think of it like uh, Valeris is the court of dreams. Hewn City is the court of nightmares. That's that's the under um, under where his palace is. Okay. What people typically think of what the court of night is. Mm -hmm. The night court. It's hewn. It's hewn. It's all the monsters, the terrible, Got horrible it. people that delight in torture. Brilliant. Sinfulness. Yeah. They have to go get the orb because that's the way to truthfully show them Valeris. That's yeah. the only way to show that there's something good. And Rysand is willing to sacrifice that to show like he is good. And um Bryson doesn't really want Favor to go because he does realize like this is going to be a really abrasive environment and they're all going to have to pay play like really serious roles and we get also Moore's backstory so Moore was actually born in Hewn City mm. um her dad Kier um runs Hewn City so oh, again you get that job? they kind of keep it separate so technically Bryson is High Lord but he is so um, their um, females virginities is really prized and because Moore was a really powerful female she was going to have a really high selling price oh, and she didn't sad. want that life to be like married off to the highest bidder so she turns around and sleeps with Cassian to ruin her virginity and Basically, she was supposed to get she was supposed to get married off to Eris, who is the oldest. That's Lucian's oldest brother. But because she ruins her virginity, Eris doesn't is want like, her anymore. Don't want her. Um. So her family. I don't know if it's her family specifically, but at in Hune, they like beat her up and they staple a note to her body and dump her on Autumn Court and is like, "This is yours." So, so like Scarlet Letter moment, we, like we get stapled an A on a her bit chest. Of her Obviously, she doesn't end up with him. So we get a bit, but we get a bit of that backstory. And like, that's the type of people that you're dealing with. Like, yeah, not great people. Illyrian war camps. On the way to Hune City, um, uh, Bryson and Feyre are flying. Uh, he's carrying her. Mm. And they're joking about like, she's like, I heard um, wingspan correlates to size. <laughs> She goes, and I also heard that Azrael has the biggest wings. <laughs> and oh, she's spicy. She also learns that wings have like a sensitive spot oh. and because she goes to like feel his, and he's like, "Whoa, Miss Ma'am, <laughs> whoa, simmer down. I got a, I got a job to do here, babe." And out of nowhere, um, so iron is not dangerous to Faye ash arrows are so these ash arrows fly out and um they can't find who it is but they're kind of under attack so um that it, it, it like passes it was just a couple it didn't hit them um but why ash arrows is anyone sarah, got, sarah are you gonna ash, ash is what can actually like damage them and like they can't wait it's like ash to ash um i think ash is just like the type of tree mm. the type of wood okay yeah um so they get to hewn and basically you kind of think of it as like under the mountain where it's just you know all the, oh, the God. terrible people on the sides bryson you know they all everyone gets there beforehand um again they're not wearing a lot of clothes she's kind of for show and 
right as Sand walks in, they all have to bow, even including Feyre. And <laughs> that's funny. So he walks up fun. to his throne, he pulls her up, and he sits her on his lap. Cute. And basically, they're putting on the show while Moore goes to steal the orb. Oh. And he is like rubbing her, like, like rubbing circles on her, but like getting close to areas and like in their heads they're like he's like it's just your body natural reaction like don't worry and she's like (laughs) so basically Kier um who is the father of more yeah he calls Pharaoh a whore and Rysan boom shatters his arm like in multiple places and is like we don't do this I told her all the truth we don't do this so Moore gives the signal that she got the orb. They leave. It was all for show. And um, so basically, whereas uh, Rysand was playing Amaranthus Horror, basically now Pharaoh was playing his horror to Hume City. Um, and afterwards, he like he breaks down and he's like, I shouldn't have shown you that. And she's like comparing him to Tamlin. And she's like, you don't need to keep things from me. And he's like, I am not Tamlin. But she goes so far and she like calls him out and she's like, well, you don't even show your friends your true self. Like you are carrying some stuff and they like, you're not telling it to him. And so he like disappears and kind of avoids sure good her. He kind of runs away. And in that time she's had herself, she kind of decides that like, maybe it wouldn't be too bad if I was with him. So we have this event. Took her long enough. Jesus, I've been rooting for this since book one. We have this event coming up called Starfall. Okay. She doesn't know what it is, but she gets all dressed up for it in this like beautiful gown. She gets flown up to um, that the House of Wind, which is the house up on the mountain. Um, beautiful. And um, he finally confronts her and he was like, well, no, actually, like you were right. So Starfall is this beautiful event that at night, think of like a meteor shower and all these thousands of stars, of stars look are shooting, but they're not really stars. They're actually souls that migrate. And uh-huh. to get even worse, one hits <laughs> favorite in the face. <gasps> it looks like, so <laughs> And it like splatters. It's like, I picture it as like translucent, like glow in the dark, like goo. <laughs> like soul goo <laughs> soldiers and like he's laughing at her and then one hits him in the face like I don't know it doesn't seem like they should I'm beginning be that to picture close. this is like water balloons yeah <laughs> like small water balloons yeah and so like they're laughing and that's a really pure moment because he's like you know we obviously we haven't laughed a whole lot after everything it's been very serious and she turns and takes the goo and like paints a little star on his hand oh my god it's gonna be a heart but i'll take a and star. like he she hasn't painted at all so it's a happy night they like dance the night away um so the next day they're training and now we get backstory of rice and he tells that um um tamlin and tamlin's dad ends up killing rice and's mom and sister and I feel like there's a good reason for that so him and his dad Rysand and his dad end up going to kill Tamlin's family um they don't um his his dad Rysand didn't want to kill Tamlin's mom but the dad went too far and killed him 
and and uh, only Tamlin and Rysander the last two, and they've are all of a sudden become high lords. Because they're all that's Cause, left. Because they're all that's left. Stressful. So they're training in the woods again, and Feyre's by herself, and um, none of it. And Lucian shows up with two sentries, and Lucian's Lucian. Lucian, where have you been this whole time? I do like him. Let's go home. And Feyre's like, mm-hmm. first of all, it's been like months. No, no. She goes, I asked you for help as a friend and you like left me there to rot. So, you know, and so Feyre pulling out this power that she doesn't even know she has shapeshifts and gives her wings. And she goes, if anyone comes back, I'm going to hunt you down. So I like it. I dig the vibe. Turns to Ryland, Ryland, Rysan is like, what did you do to her? But he ends up leaving. He backs down. (laughs) I let her be herself, bitch. So they're going along with this plan. And I don't know exactly why, to be honest. But (laughs) Feyre and Ryson end up staying at this tavern. For love. So love could happen. The classic one bed trope. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he can't use magic because they think that remember when they got shot at they think someone is tracking his magic and finding out his location through that sure so he can't use magic and it's very cold in the mountains so they have to cuddle so they trade thoughts again and that's going to be tab 13 on page 470 i'm thinking he said following the flick of my tongue over my bottom lip that I look at you and feel like I'm dying, like I can't breathe. I'm thinking I want you so badly I can't concentrate half the time I'm around you. And this room is too small for me to properly bed you, especially with the wings. He's basically That felt like, very like you're the bane of my existence yep. and the object of all my desires. Amen. So things get spicy. We're just going to say he... He beds her properly somehow? No, he can't yet. So he just, he very kindly services her. Ah, gentlemen. Expectation. I knew I liked him. And she tries to return the favor, but his response is going to be tab 14. I'm going to wait. I'm so excited. I don't know where to start, but I'm going to start here. I was going to eat him alive. I slid a hand up to his chest to pin him down, but he gripped my wrist. When you lick me, he said roughly, I want to be alone, far away from everyone, because when you lick me, Feyre, Jesus, he said, pressing nipping kisses at my jaw, my neck, I'm going to let myself roar loud enough to bring down a mountain. Yep, 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 yep. So it's passionate. I'm a fan of him. So they're flying back from this tavern again i don't know why they just stayed one night there i don't know i i miss i missed that is flying not magic no technically i guess no because he does have wings like he has the anatomy for that it doesn't use magic um so they're flying back and he boom gets shot with an ash arrow he's carrying her so he goes down she manages to throw out this like shield of air that she like slams into it does not feel good and so she's lost him. And finally, there's not much left. This isn't going to be good. They're kind of like stuck. She's stuck. Like they're there. You don't want to be out here in the middle of the night because creatures yeah. are coming. So again, she pulls out this like internal power and shapeshifts and gives herself night vision. Ooh, smart. And she's like, 
running through the woods, all this. She tracks his scent. So they were smart enough. Whoever took him was smart enough to make two paths. Oh, stupid, but smart. Well, but she says what they didn't account for was her scent on him. So she knew which one to follow because Uh, she could smell herself. Could smell herself. 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 It's not wrong, but it sounds wrong. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Nope. Yep. Um, Maybe it's not wrong. No, no, yeah, that is that is what she's smelling over <laughs> herself on him. Oh, look at that. Oh, man. So Killing it. she follows her scent to this cave and she goes in, murders everybody. You'll, you'll all die. Fayra, um, killing it. Quite and, literally. Um, so he's, he's not good. He's not doing good um well she's got everybody's power she can heal them so she um she starts cutting out the arrows that are stuck she has to cut them out she can't pull them because they're in his wings yeah and so as we all know you don't pull it out we've learned that from just about every movie ever you leave the knife or the arrow in there you go so she tells him about um just like her life as a human and like her love of painting and she's distractions that, you know, once elaine got this like set of paints and so she's painting everything and she painted um a dresser in their room and so she painted you know for elaine her her drawer had flowers on it because elaine loves gardening she's that sweet tenderness you know and for nesta she's a bit spicier so she got flames because she has that not peppers interesting. no no <laughs> just jalapeno peppers no (laughs) all over and she goes and for me i don't know why but i painted stars the night sky and so these i love it these arrows were dipped in poison so it's not healing and he's basically dying so what does she do she can't winnow she doesn't she can't winnow oh um, she does not like them. Like, I don't gross. know why that just came Holly. out. I just he was licking her tears. I don't know. <laughs> um, she catches your favorite person ever. The cereal. Ah, really? Oh my god. In the last like 10 pages. I'm so, so mad but happy. The cereal says, Miss Ma'am, your um your blood, what the one of the powers that you got from good old Don Court is your blood will heal him. So just give him a couple mouthfuls. Um oh I give, hate that, but okay. Give a couple mouthfuls to your mate. Mm. She's like, what? Mm. Come come again. Mm. And he's like, Oh, you didn't know. The cereal bean sweets fill in the tea, burning lives. So she gets back to him. She gives him a mouthful. She's pissed oh, off. Blood. He sends up on it. Like he, he senses it. And she's like, no, you don't get asked questions. Don't even talk to me. She get he Does feels, she think he, does he actually know that they're supposed to, I guess, be together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knows that he knew. Oh. So again, he kept some. He was just trying him. to let it happen naturally. She does not see it that way because Feyre, freaking down. So she heals him. He's she's like when I was back to camp. They get back to camp. He like falls in the mud. You know, Cassian goes to help Rysand, and she goes to more. And she's like, just take me far away. I cannot be here right now. So more when I was her to this cabin, um, out in 
out in the woods and she's like I just calm down please calm down it's just a book (laughs) I just (laughs) she goes I just want to be alone for a little while and once she's alone she's realizes that she did exactly what he was worried about which was running away um so she does get a little bored and she's like looking through the house and she finds a bunch of paints and she just starts painting the whole house like she's painting like stuff all over she paints like their wings and she paints their eyes on the threshold all that kind of stuff she's painting day and night and she starts to kind of imagine a life with him and finally after five days he finds her knocks on the door and she opens the door and instead of slamming it she's like come on in so she offers to warm him up some soup and he's like should soup you would cook for me so it's like a magic house so oh like, okay she could ask like... for anything she wants yeah she's like he's like you would cook for me and she's like no 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 like i'm warming this up this is not yeah but she also different. goes i i don't know all the rules so you're gonna have to explain literally everything to me mm. he goes well like when um when mates meet each other like when that bond snaps into place offering you know the female offering the male food it's, it's quite he's like it's archaic it's kind of like barbaric it goes way back but when the female offers the male food that kind of like cements the whole thing into place this feels like imprinting from twilight <laughs> yeah so she's like tell me the whole story so he's telling the story about how basically when amarantha came around he was going to try to outsmart her and kill her um but he fell for her trap just like everyone else he he drank something without even realizing it was poison so most of his power was sapped um and she trapped him and three years ago he started getting these visions he started seeing a painting hand and so he doesn't know whether the like the who it was attached to or anything but he said he threw out the image of the night sky and i accept thank you hallmark via sarah after Feyre, he didn't know it was her but after she had crossed the wall into prithian they started sharing the same dreams like he could see her dreaming again he didn't know who it was he didn't realize why it started becoming clear he didn't realize that she was in prithian but when she started dreaming about um all the bonfires being set up on kalanmai he knew where she would be she would be in spring court so that's why he showed up and if you remember his first words were i've been looking for you i've been looking for you i knew i liked him this whole time so he he did when he showed up and kind of grabbed her mind that first time in the at that uh, breakfast he was trying to scare Tamlin to get her to safety because he knew this was not a game she wanted to be involved in Mm -hmm. but then she showed up under the mountain and he said I watched you die and I tugged on that bond and she felt as hard as I could yeah and um because she loved Tamlin he didn't want to interfere and so he tells his story she looks at him and she goes you love me he nods and she goes then eat (laughs) and she goes I would be honored to be your mate your equal and because it's it's said that like the bonding it kind of works in mysterious ways but it is an intention to match up you know like-minded yeah him being a very powerful person and her being someone that's made you know um so (laughs) 
fun fact when Dicks. fairies get bonded like mated they go into this like sex frenzy <laughs> like vampires when they first get together yeah yeah and so they're um, they're in this like frenzy but they have to you know back to business they have to go see the queens the queens finally agreed to see them again to to get the veritas and when they go back to the illyrian camp cassian turns around and he's like you know she doesn't look too tired maybe she could give me a ride <laughs> bold racing boom he goes off and they're fighting throwing throwing blows and more just like welcome to the family because cassian again knew that he has that rage and he like he apologizes to pharah because he's like just Aww. you know i'm gonna be on edge anyone trying to um you know they could they could look at you so like a, a little bit later like her and Azriel share like a look and like Reese tends like and he like looks at her and he's like I'm sorry like, like it's I don't just, mean it it's just love it's yeah, just so yeah. much love for sure so that is adorable um the next time they go to Pharaoh's family's house um only a couple of the queens show up so they show them Valeris and the queens are like we'll consider Nesta's like bullshit. Like, come on. We did all this. We so proved he's good. The queens are like, no, you're not gonna bully us. They leave. But one of the queens had hidden the book under her bottom. So when oh. they winnowed out, um, they let she left the book for them. And On she was purpose? like, yep, she's like, she Great. left a note saying like the, remember how only five out of the six queens showed up the yeah. first time? She's like, the sixth one isn't sick. Like not everything again is as it seems. It's not, it's not going great. Cassian also makes a vow to protect the sisters no matter what. Of course he does. So uh, of course he does. Amron is busy decoding. Rysand is away on business. Cassian and Feyre are like walking through the town when boom, Valeris goes under attack. They they feel this like tremor and they see this like whole dark mass coming towards them. And it's it's a ton of you know monsters, for lack of a better word, creatures, um, including the good old adder. And the cat Cassian, over them. Cassian is like dude go home go run and Farah is like I'm gonna stay and fight and she's been mastering her powers so she like summons up these water wolves oh my god yes water and wolves they go after and if you know if if the creatures could fly they would she would turn them into like water hawks and eagles whatever to go and attack them and she sees the adder so <laughs> she's such a badass she winnows up to him and drops on him while he's flying and she pierces, pierces him with the ash arrows mm. and holds on to him and becomes flame. She like lights because obviously it doesn't hurt her, but she like lights yeah. herself on fire. And so he starts pummeling to the ground. And at the last minute, she winnows away and he just splats. Is ash arrows everyone's weakness in this? Any world? any fake creature. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any magic a creature, Super. I believe. Amron cracks the code and basically there's like a code word like these she gives Feyre a like paper of like these are the words you need to say Mm -hmm. do not whatever under any circumstance put the halves together um so they decide to go and infiltrate Highburn uh oh man and Rysand 
kind of stop touching that. Rysan lets Feyre decide if, you know, this is something that she could die doing. So he's like, it is your choice. Oh my, look at him giving her a choice. If you ah! want to put your life at risk. Unlike last time where she just died. And he gives her the ring. He explains that the ring that she got. So mom. his mom basically said that the woman who is your equal, like she's going to have, if she wants a life with you, being at the night court, being hated by everyone, being targeted, she better be strong. So we're going to put this ring in the Weaver's cottage. And if she's going to, uh, she has to be. She's be able to get it. Able to get it. That's why. I, so she passed the mom's test. She passed the dead the test. mom's test. Yep. The dead mom test for the win. Go for it. My mother gave it to the Weaver. And then she told me that if I were to marry or mate, then the female would either have to be smart or strong enough to get it back. And if the female wasn't either of those things, then she wouldn't survive the marriage. I promised my mother that any potential bride or mate would have the test. And so it sat there for centuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she passed the test. She proved that she was like strong enough to do it. Of course she did. They go to sneak in. Um, basically, Rysan doesn't go in right away. It's um, Cassian and Azriel help take her in. And she loses control immediately, puts the two halves together. Like That's what you're not supposed to do, babe. She was not a match. So... Jurian walks in. <gasps> oh my God, he's alive. They, they cauldroned him back to life. And he's literally alive. Oh my God. Cauldron Voldemort was put into a cauldron. Oh my God. Just saying. So Jurian walks in and he's like, y'all are stupid. You did exactly what Hybern wanted you to do. He oh, shoots no. Asriel in the chest with an ash arrow, obviously. Oh, and this isn't good. But just she better start pumping blood. That's getting cups of blood. That distracts them enough that there's a spell that nullifies literally everyone's power. Oh. Wait, so, who does that? Who does the spell? Highburn walks in. Oh, he's a person and a place. Um, yeah, is it called Highburn? Like his little island? I thought it was. H Y O E R N Y. Oh no, H Y O E R N. Highburn. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's, so he's like, a person at a place. He's named the island after him. I That's guess. why I was like, Literally. what do you mean? He walked in. He's a place. They're on Highburn. Yeah. So he walks Stressful in. Sarah. <laughs> Stressful. Well, I mean, yeah, he wants the place named after him. I get it, but today. also confusing. So he walks in with Tamlin and Lucian. And hey, two brute. He's like, I made good on my bargain now it's your turn so they find out that tamlin agreed that highburn could use his land in spring court mm, if tamil's little bitch highburn helped get favor back for him so why did he just send her some notes they find out because it's it's like i think it's like a thing that you can like i don't know smell or sense <laughs> that'd be weird that favor and rice and are mates oh uh-oh. And so Hybern decides to just add to the tension. Tammy's going to hate that. And brings out four of the queens walk in. And then they bring in Nesta and Elaine, her two sisters. They found the sisters. They find out that Ianthi sold out the sisters and told Hybern exactly where Feyre lived because Feyre didn't think twice about telling Ianthi all that stuff. 
you know, when she was going through a hard time. Yeah, when she was supposed to be like her friend or so something. So Highburn, to prove to the queens that the cauldron works, throws in her sisters. And that's like a flurry of activity because Cassian made the vow to help protect them. Yeah. He tries to go after them. Highburn throws out this power. Cassian's wings get shredded. His wings are shredded. Sad. Asriel's on the ground, shot in the chest. Dying. Like, not great. And she just start getting cups of blood, just dumping it on so everybody. They throw Elaine in first, and Elaine comes back out. She's now a fae. She's oh. also been made. And then they. Is this what they were expecting to happen? Yeah, because he's he's Highburn's basically proving to the queens that, that it works that the cauldron works because the queens want to become immortal, right? They want oh. to live forever. They want to be young and beautiful oh, forever. I hate them. And so they throw Nesta in, but Nesta, she comes Dice. out and everyone knows that she took something from the cauldron. Like she took out more than she should have. Like I nobody knows she, that she went dose. in and fought, like, but it's it's not right. So like she got Highburn, too much power or yeah, she just pulled out more and we'll 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 learn more about that later. Oh man. Um so Tamlin Tamlin turns to Highburn and is like, come on. So Highburn breaks the bond um between uh Feyre and Rysand. Something snaps. How do you do that? And Feyre has these extra powers. So one of her powers from one of the High Lords is a curse breaker power where she was able to get past the curse that nullified. Gosh, dang it. She was able to get past the curse that nullified all of their power. Yeah. And she sends one last message to Rysan and she's like, we are playing one last game. Like, just please go with it. Get them to safety. I will be okay. So she pretends that Rysand had put this like spell on her and had got her mind. So she like pretends to wake up and she's like, Tamlin, you're here. What happened to me? I want to go home. Like, (laughs) oh my God. Everyone's getting Oscars here. And in the second that she does that, Moore grabs Elaine and Nesta and Rysand grabs Azriel and Cassian. They're gone. Brilliant. So in the end, in the night court, Rysand um, explains that Highburn only broke the bargain that him and Feyre had. Not that he can't break the bond. He can't break the mating bond. Oh, he just oh broke like the, the one, one week a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. that's what he broke. <laughs> he also said, you guys are not aware, but in our last little scheming, last night before we went to to highburn um Feyre is now your high lady oh and she is now gonna go spy for us so flipping back to Feyre's point of view Feyre and Tamlin go back to spring court with Lucian and Lucian is like a little suspicious <laughs> it's a little sus and tamlin is like no but i loved you so much and i missed you this and is amazing so and nothing's gonna happen to you ever again and i'm so sorry 
Um, Babe, I love you. Feyre decides she is going to tear him down from within. So going to the last one, number 16 on page 624. <sighs> Literally just like the last line? Probably. And so Tamlin unwittingly led the high lady of the night court into the heart of his territory. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What were your thoughts on that one? I absolutely love it. <laughs> what a roller coaster! I absolutely love it. So much. I knew this was going to happen. I was always rooting for Vrysand. You're too good at this. You are too good at this. I've just seen too much. That is true. I just there's only so many plots you can play you just out. Knew. So what are you what are you thinking for book three? Okay, well she like. Mm, she like really trying to destroy him because like is she gonna can she take his like court yeah i say castle but that felt wrong (laughs) i was like castle i think it's like more than that yeah pretend to love him Mm -hmm. steal it win the people Mm. maybe not kill him but we're gonna dispose of him somehow and then her and ryzen are gonna just like superpower this shit i like that cool feels wrong but it's fine i like it i guess we'll see they're gonna have a baby maybe i don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i've had a lot in this last there, there's only one more book no there's two more oh okay so far okay. that are out if there's gonna be oh more. Yeah. oh sarah's just like working her butt off yeah yeah all right yeah. eventually fine the baby might not be next book but before the series is over they're having a baby right gotcha. named ferris Fair sand. Fair rice. Farah. Ryra. Rice of sand. It literally have sand to be, race. It would literally have to be Ryra or Fay Sand. Both bad. What I are their it. parents' names? Mush them together. Oh god, I don't remember. Do a full Renezme. Oh, that's too much. Okay. We all hated that. Well, as always, thank you so much for joining us on that roller coaster. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review and let us know what book suggestions you have. We would love to hear thoughts, comments, questions. Uh, let me know what I missed. It's really hard to sum these up. And um, so you can email us at bookandbottlepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bookandbottlepodcast, where you can see what episodes are coming next and even vote on what books you want us to do next, aka Callie to read. Yeah, please let us know what you want. Um, so until next time, Books down and bottles up.